Welcome to the first episode of The Social Archive, also known as the TSA Podcast. I am your host, Dami, and some of you may know me as Tolu, but if you only know me as Tolu, then you probably don't know me that well, or you probably just don't know me at all, to be honest. Anyways, the intent of this project is just to show you how intrinsically interesting people can be. And just by nature of you being a human being, you have something interesting to offer, whether that's through your perspectives, your experiences, and even your talents. And honestly, this platform is somewhat of a depository showcasing the human experience as it is right now. And just to lay out how this entire project is going to be structured, each season will have three themes. And the themes for this season are culture, love, and art, where the first episode of each theme will showcase a great variety of different perspectives relating to that particular theme. I know that's a mouthful, but bear with me. Jumping straight into theme number one, culture, the question posed is as follows. What is your relationship with culture? I grew up in a big black culture environment. Cameroonian-American. First-generation American. My parents are Hindu. Having grown up biracial. I love being from Ghana. The Nigerian culture in general is really important to me, whether it's the Yoruba tribe or any other tribe. It just fascinates me. Like, um, for example, our wedding, just the wedding culture. For example, like spraying money, like that's such a normal thing to me, but it still fascinates me because it's like, this is our culture. This is what we do. Like we wish each other well by spraying money on each other. And then just like in the traditions, you know, like the customs, the things that like, like generations back have done. And it's like, we're still doing them. I love the fact that I stand out <laughs> um, here in America because I'm Ghanaian. Like, my name is not like any name. Like, I go to a school where um, you have an email based off your last name, and I'm a dot one. I'm the only person out of almost 100,000 people who've been here in recent years and with that last name. And so, like, for me, my culture comes with so many perks. I am different in the way I think, the way I act. The music I listen to, the dances I do, what makes me happy, what makes me sad, the things I care about. I've always had a very difficult relationship with my culture because my background, my parents are Hindu, Indian people born and brought up in India all their lives. And they try to raise me in a very similar culture to theirs too, practicing my culture, my religion. But while that was going on, my dad working for the oil industry, I also had to travel a lot around the Middle East. I lived in Africa for six years. Um, I also traveled different countries in Europe, Asia, all these places. And now I've lived in the US for five years. So I had to always adjust socially to a lot of different cultures, specifically Western culture, because it was glamorized outside of the US and everyone try to mimic that. It's been a battle of trying to identify where I stand, where I, what I identify myself as. I'm the kind of person that I don't do things based on what is already on ground. I do things based on if it is reasonable to be done or not. African culture, I don't want to be specific, but there's an African culture that tells you that, oh, well, if you want to marry, 
you have to invite a whole lot of people you know you have to dance you buy these you do that but personally for me it's not the way i want to do my thing right so that's just an example and many other things like that so i am not a fan of um subjectivity to culture but then if a particular um part of that culture seems reasonable enough then i follow it you get but i'm not subjected to it doesn't mean i'm not affiliated with the culture but then i as an individual you know should be able to do what i want at first growing up i didn't really know what i guess you could say culture was i feel like where i'm from being from a really rural community being black didn't really have different lenses that people saw it as it was either you was black or you was like white black you know what i'm saying so so <laughs> sort of like this rapper earl sweatshirt be saying too white for the black kids and too black for the whites i don't know i really felt like it took a good minute for me to to figure out where i belong but i feel like all that changed when i got to college and i was just able to see that you know being black is not one specific thing it's multifaceted in that at the end of the day we all that we got as a black girl, specifically as an African-American, I grew up not really thinking that I had a culture. Um, I always felt kind of discouraged because I didn't technically know like the roots of my culture or like who I am or even my family. So like even though there's things that are part of black and African-American culture, I never really assigned them to my identity because it always felt like it was never truly just mine or really a part of my culture because in america it's like everyone's culture regardless of the race really like everyone participates in it so like it's technically a good thing for like the music and the food and the style and the hair to be associated with my culture to be so widespread but because it's so widespread and used by everyone it kind of dilutes how I feel about it. Like, it doesn't feel like it's really my culture. It feels like it's everyone's culture, honestly. I really value individuality, probably because of like modern Western culture and my dad really instilling that into me, you know, looking out for number one. Um, but I think something else that contributes to that is having grown up biracial and having grown up in two very culturally different places that were both like racially homogenous in different ways. Like I was white in Hawaii and like Asian in Kansas and I didn't feel like I like fit in 100% in either place. Um, which in, from some perspectives is like kind of unfortunate, but I, I just kind of focused on the individuality and tried to like, you know, have my own friend groups, things like that. And it worked out. There were times where like in high school, people would tell me like to go back to Africa and stuff. So I really felt like I didn't like my own skin. I didn't like my culture. But now since college and everything, and even like my senior year of high school, as I, as the like Trump administration was coming about, but all the police brutality and everything was starting. And I would say now I'm really all about embracing my black culture, not American culture, <laughs> really my black culture. Um, and then I don't know, just really doing things that make me happy and 
you know, bring the black community together as a whole. So just like the different ideas that I have were the different like thoughts and values and things that are important to me and things that are important to our culture, like the black culture in general, I really make sure that I participate in. And I don't know, I'm rooting for everybody black, as Lisa Ray says. So I would say now I'm definitely embracing my culture a lot more, but I love my culture and I love black people. And yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna root for everybody black. For me, I grew up in a big black culture environment, and one of our biggest, you know, cultural connections that I have is towards fashion with, you know, black people, especially like black men, right? And so one thing that was super big for black people when it comes to fashion is, you know, name brand <laughs> clothes, really nice shoes, and jewelry. So even today, I wear, like, I love to wear jewelry. Jewelry is like, one thing I'm like <laughs> obsessed with, right? And I'm really like keen into the culture with that. Um, another big one are the shoes. I'm not a really big shoe person, but I still pay attention to like the shoes I wear. Last part is, you know, name brand clothes. I, I, I like wearing name brand clothes, but I'm not a super big fan of name brand clothes. Cause you know, it's fairly expensive to keep up with that type of part of the fashion, right? And I always thought it was kind of silly to spend so much money on on clothes when there's so many other important things to buy. But I still try to keep up with fashion and, and be presentable and see what you know other people are wearing and stuff like that. You know, to kind of fit in and, and be a part of the culture when it comes to fashion for black people. The person who I am, the person who I've been molded into is, is this because of my upbringing. And I was raised in Ghana, West Africa, specifically in Accra. I'm a god boy, Gano Jimmy. Well, the thing is that I am, I am who I am because of my culture, right? And I will not give it up for anything. And so I understand people have obviously bad relationships with their culture because of how they were raised. They want to get up out of wherever they're from and leave. But for me, I know for sure that I would not be this person I am today. And I'm honestly 100% grateful for it. Um, so yeah. If I'm listening to like Afro beats, like in my car, like there's a different like feeling, this like warmth feeling that I get that I honestly don't really think that I get when I listen to, you know, like other music. Or if I'm like, I go out with my friends and we're at an Afro beat club, like I could literally have a good time from start to finish just because it's like, this is my music, this is what I listen to. I know most songs word for word just because this is what I actually like to listen to. Um, just, you know, like our food, everything, like, especially now because I feel like our music, our food, um, everything is just on social media. And like, you know, especially like, look, like Fufu and Last Last and stuff like that. Like, I don't know, I feel like I have bragging rights. It's like exclusive to just like Nigerians because at the end of the day, like, the rest of the world can like appreciate our culture and everything, but like, I don't even know if you, if like they'll be able to understand it the way that we do. I don't know if that's like a bad thing to say, but it's the truth. Because I was so engrossed into the European Western culture because of my friends being from around, like from Norway, France and all those places, I started viewing myself and forgetting that I was Indian and just mentally I guess convinced myself that I was white <laughs> it's, it's sad because I was so involved in the west like diluting my culture to be part of the western culture 
then, you know, I grew older and have come to the terms with that, you know, culture is in one unit. There exists microcultures, I guess, mixture of cultures. And I mean, at the end of the day, it makes me a significantly more rounded person than someone with a single-minded culture. Culture really is the smorgasbord of your relationship to others and their relationship to a specific realm of behavior, behavior and ways of being. I think, and that could look like, right, your country, but it could also look like your neighborhood. It could look like family, it could, like culture really transcends just what you look like, right? Or what country comes from. There are spaces that I belong in and I lean on family a lot for that. Um, so I appreciate culture like nurturing connections and like allowing people to have a sense of belonging culture is cool i'm I like I, I admire people who are like really deep in their own culture and like cultural preservation things like that <laughs>